Welcome, hunters, to the Hunter's Hub. This is Fortuan, uh, joined by co-host Morg Daddy. Hello, everyone. My name is Morg Daddy. Welcome to another episode. What is this? 102? No, wait. No, it's 103, I think. Maybe. No, wait. No. Yeah, 102. Yeah. Yeah, you had it right first. <laughs> uh, and then also, um, guest, uh, for a while at least, uh, Panther. How are you doing? Hi, guys. Hi. I'm doing pretty great. So uh, the whole screen name. I actually want to dig into this if you don't want, if you don't mind. I don't mind. We'll, we'll end up calling you Pan or Panther, but I actually really like your screen name, the Panther Ropus Niger, and I do believe it's scientific name for Black Panther. Am I right? Uh, no. Um, it's a. Uh, it's not a scientific name for anything, but it's a it's a joke about a scientific name for something. Oh. So it's, it's going to take some explaining. So, okay. Sure. So my, uh, my screen name is Pantherophis Niger. And um, mm-hmm. I came up with it uh, about eight or nine years ago. I was uh, taking this herpetology class. And part of the class, I had to write this big-ass paper about uh, <laughs> about some, some uh, species. And I picked the black rat snake. I like black rat snakes. They're pretty cool animals. Mm. So, anyways, at the time, uh, the black rat snake was being reclassified into a couple of different species because they weren't sure exactly where it sits in the taxonomic tree. And uh, the genus... Which is oddly common. I'll add, this is oddly common for this to happen to many animals, dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. everything. Reclassification is constant. Anyways, go ahead. No, 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 and you're right. It's super common, and it actually started happening a lot in the early 2000s when... uh, when mm-hmm. genetic testing technology got really cheap and people could really nitpick oh. about things. So, this, yeah, so the black rat snake. The genus for rat snakes is Pantherophis. Um, and I know Ophis is Greek for snake, and I guess they threw panther in, which usually means lion or cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which which threw me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's why people think I'm a uh, black panther. But no, it's, uh, it's referring mm-hmm. to the black rat snake. So, anyways, in my paper, I wrote pretty extensively about all this taxonomic taxonomic bickering going on. And uh, Mm -hmm. I was really exhausted about this paper, and I just kind of threw in this line. It's like, but in uh, in this author's opinion, they should all just quit bickering about it and just call it Pantherophis niger. Pantherophis niger literally means black rat snake. Mm. Um. So yeah, uh, the only other the only person who's ever gotten that joke without me explaining it was the herpetology professor. Lol. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it happens, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't get into a lot of scientific names. I've been big into paleontology since I was a kid, so I watch a lot of uh, current news for paleontology. Yeah. Like every other other month, I hear a reclassification of this dinosaur, reclassification of this, and so. Ooh boy, and yeah, they get it. Like, I don't know. I in the in the year that I've been watching this this one channel, I've seen like four or five different T Rexes come and go. Like, yep. <laughs> like different species of T Rex, and I'm like, wow, they are so weird about that. You think it'd be like this is a T Rex, and like most people just know like the big major like species name and all that subspecies and stuff around it is is like uh i'm doing a ecology which is late i've tried tried to stick to the two week but my work schedule has completely blown my ecology schedule out of the water but um i've been working on wolfkin which is 
about like dire wolves, winter wolves, and that kind of thing. And I was doing research on wolves to sort of like suss that out and see like, okay, so what can I look at the different species of wolves? You know, there's only three species of wolves. Gray um, wolf, red wolf, and what else? I don't remember the other one. It's some other. I, I, I don't Arctic remember wolf? it. Timber wolf? Something. Timber, timber no, wolves are timber, gray wolves. Timber's yeah. a gray. Yeah, it's a gray wolf. Um, there's a red wolf, and then there's some African wolf, and I can't remember the name of it. But, like, um, that's it. You think there would be a lot more, but there's not. <laughs> yeah, so, they're all just you asked me that. Uh, the reason mm-hmm. I was taking those herpetology classes, I've got a bachelor's in wildlife. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I know okay, this. Okay. Yeah, I, I know this from previous okay. discussions way back. Yeah, I mean, we're all D&D nerds in that. Yeah, yeah. So, I... I <laughs> I know I know Panther from my D and D stuff, uh, listeners. So we we have a history of a couple years now. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so we're actually going to be starting a new series on. Before I forget, because uh, I almost did. Thank you, Wolfie Melon, uh, for the music theme. Almost forgot. But uh, so we're going to be starting a new series uh, where we're going to as a podcast. Um, say what we feel as a group, as the Hunters Hub, is the 10 best games in a genre. Mm-hmm. And I actually came up from, uh, came to this idea because of that thing that was going around Twitter more that you actually participated oh, yeah. in, where, uh, you know, like tag someone, your top four games go. I saw that Cosme or Aphlis had done yeah. this. Um, and uh, he he didn't tag me, but I was like, I quoted his tweet, and I was like, no one tagged me, so I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I, so I, no, you got you got me eventually. That's fine. I don't. It doesn't really bother me. I just thought it was a cool concept, and I started thinking about it quite a lot because I got my first three like bam, bam, bam. I got to four, and I was like, oh, oh, what's no? Oh man, there's like seven games I could put in number four, <laughs> and then I started thinking about it like. I've, I've talked about, and I've just said this several times on the podcast, I, I don't even know my top 10 that well. I could put like 30 games in that top 10, so I just haven't really figured that out. So I thought about, well, what if we did that per genre? As, as, a, as a podcast decided, like, you know, what are the best uh, in a genre? Now, I don't think that we would, as, a, as you know, any amount of people here would be able to 100% agree on any top 10 list 100%, right? Someone someone isn't going to like something as much or, or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's why I say top 10 without a ranking. We're not going to yeah. rank these. Um, because that would, it would be like four hours of arguing over census. Uh, technically, <laughs> uh, this game is actually better for these reasons, okay? It had a better storyline. Right, which it's all subjective to begin with. So, like, just like 10 that... I, the way I think of it, 10 that are certainly worth checking out in a genre. If you're a fan of the genre, you're looking at a games in that genre, you think you might enjoy them. And I think it's a, uh, it's a good positive thing to do for, and we're going to do it across, you know, many genre. Um, to start with, what we're going to do is city builders. And as a group, we're going to define what that really means before we start ranking them. Also, um, we kind of did this a little behind the scenes, but for you listeners, um, it'll help understand like what we're what we're coming out when we talk about a city builder i like to call it city slash culture builder 
because I think there are some games that could land in this, but uh, then again, those games are not on my list. Um, you guys ever play Creatures? Uh... Um, I was interested in it, but I don't think I ever got around to playing it. Yeah, so it was like an old game where you managed like a society of these little furball aliens. Yeah. Oh, yeah! Actually... So that was like one of the games yeah. where Will Wright was trying to make what he would eventually make it a spore. Yeah. The yes. moment, though. Yeah. And I was going to say, the moment that you mentioned it just now, that's the first time I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually. That adds a game to my list because I would consider Spore a city builder, at least in God, part. I was going to put that on the list. Okay. Do we're it. doing it. Yep. We can hit, or we can define it and say, nope, Spore doesn't qualify. It's part of it. It's a, it's a living Because oh, I thought it was technically like um, a creature builder more than anything else. But yeah, there is like building civilizations afterwards. There's just... Later in the game. But like the civilization stuff is all based on the creature stuff you did to begin with. It's so... But it's yeah. a complex game. I think I, I think it's hard to really pin down a genre on that mm-hmm. game entirely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like Monster Hunter. What do you... It's not a... It's a hunting game, but it's also... A what? Like, is it yeah. an action? Is it tec- action adventure uh, RPG? Is it technically an MMO? Action adventure. Hu- yes. Action adventure RPG hunting game. There you go. Okay. With MMO elements. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Uh, so I see a city builder as um, you are forming a society or city in a managerial position. You are not playing a specific person. Uh, I would say, I think as part of the qualifier, and it's about management of people and resources, or groups or and resources. Um, Pan, do you have anything to add to that definition, or take away, or... Um, actually, you hit uh, two of my three big things for the definition. Um, okay. Yeah, so I have, uh, it requires population management, oh. and you have finite resources. Mm. Okay. Yes. And then uh, my third qualifier is you got to place and build things. That's true too. Because that's yeah. <laughs> but those are those are my three defining characteristics. I'm open to I'm open to adding more, but I think those three have to be there. <gasps> oh, fourth one. You know what this means, right? Starcraft Two makes no it idea. into the list. Yay! Finite resources, population control. You you have like a maximum of like two hundred, but you have to constantly get like more supply depots or pylons or overlords in order to be able to increase the size of your population. And yeah, you have to place buildings in certain locations. Okay, so clearly we need more qualifiers so we can rule out StarCraft two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna have to find <laughs> another one. Yeah, because because those I, I agree with Pan. This is why we have this discussion, right? Because we need to better define it because we need... So an RTS is yeah. something different, and we know yeah. that as a group. Um, I would say that it's more... That a, game, that a game like this is more focused on the management than it is focused on being competitive with another society. Or, and, like, trying to conquer them, exactly, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I guess I, part of my requires population management aspect, I would say that like mm-hmm. your population has ongoing maintenance costs. So like you have to have food, your people are going to be like pooping, you got to have like sewer lines or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's right. a thing in cities, skylines. Yeah. Yes, it is. It, it certainly is. 
it certainly is. It's the yeah. <laughs> I failed many cities because of messing that up. So I, I think that StarCraft doesn't count because, like, all your... I, I've also never really played StarCraft much, but um, all your little Zerglings well, don't have an ongoing cost to your society other than how many, like, you have, like, a limit of 200 and they go towards your limit. Right. Exactly. Like, you've already paid for them in advance. Like, just the cost of actually creating them as opposed to, like, upkeep. Cause, yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because, right, and and we're not talking like upkeep, like, um, oh god. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, I don't know. For some for some um, games, there would be like you know, like you'd have to like manage your populations in such a way where you would have to constantly be feeding them, making sure that they don't accidentally starve to death or die of a disease, or you know, protecting them from wild animals. So you'd have to build like some sort of like a proximity, mm-hmm. like some sort of defensive mechanisms to keep um, like. Uh, wild creatures or enemies out and stuff like that. So that kind of, I guess, would probably maybe, like... No, actually, you know what? That would only work in some cases for some city builders. So uh, so a game like Civilization, yeah. right, um, would almost sound like, oh, yeah, we need, we totally need... Because it, it, it falls under our qualifiers also. But I, I think the defining factor, because you do need to upkeep your people in right. civilization. I think I think there does need to be a qualifier that it that it can't be in. Um, uh, let me let me think how to say aggressive confer- a confrontation with another society or another player or or such because Civ that's you don't have to do that, but that's a yeah. strategy. You know what I mean? You do have to build defenses. Um, and that kind of thing. Like, whereas, yeah, but there are games like I would for hundred percent say that one of the games on my list, Surviving Mars, is is, is probably going to fall within our category tonight um, because it is like a Sim City or 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 the kind of thing we're going for. But there are other societies that you have mm-hmm. to worry about. Um, but they're more so racing you to certain objectives for bonus resources. So, like, yeah, the focus of it should be fo- should be around like the creation of like a city or a civilization or an empire or whatever, whatever have you. More like more than the uh, the option of like a competitive um, aspect to certain games. So, like, if there's yeah, yeah I would say a I would say aggressive yeah. competition. Um, like maybe define that as, you don't have to define it as military because you can, but you're actively doing things to keep other players from winning too. So I don't know. I would probably like settlers of Catan. So, yeah. Maybe like the board game. Of, um, cause you're in direct competition with people. You're actually actively making deals yeah. and that kind of stuff. It's a board game. Obviously there is a digital game of it, which yeah. is terrible. Like that's visit. more of like, um, uh, like economic <laughs> competition, right? Like trying to, trying to become right. the economic powerhouse in the game and trying to get ahead that way, as opposed to like directly getting into like military confrontations, like in like RTSs or turn-based strategy games, like, um, Heroes of Might Magic, for example. So maybe right. the, uh, the challenge of one of these city builder games uh, comes from the fact that you need to keep the city going rather than competing with another uh, city or another individual. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's a, uh, oh, it's like that literary uh, idea of, you know, have like man versus nature, man versus man, and man versus the supernatural. Um, 
Yeah. It, it sounds like it needs to be man versus nature or man versus self. Like that kind of, it needs to be that sort of conflict resolution. Rather yeah. Than, player versus element. You know, man versus. Um. Yeah. And, oh. and I'm just using man in, uh, as the de- definition of what I learned in literary stuff. It doesn't have to be man. It can be. Orc Did you just uh, assume <laughs> the city's gender? I, I, I assumed a city's gender. I am sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> what if uh, what if we defined it as it's a single player experience? That could be a way. Actually, you know what? Yeah, there are a lot of. Um. Oh, wait, my husband just interrupted me. Uh, the Auto series is not necessarily a single player experience. Oh, okay. And the Auto series is uh, they're very much certainly a city builder. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not familiar with Ano. I actually have one because they gave it to me for free. I'm pretty sure. On uh, yeah, I have Ano fourteen oh four. On I have Ano twenty seventy on my list as an honorable mention. I haven't played it enough to really talk about it, but it's on my list of like games I wanted to mention. So, anyways, Ano is not single player, but I think. For the most part, these city builder games are single player. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would say yeah. your goal is to build the city versus destroying another city. <laughs> okay, there we go. Or, you there know, we go. Defeating another city. Right. That's a yeah. good way to put it. Your, your goal is to build the city. Your goal is. Right. Okay, cool. And, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I think that does it pretty well. We might come in with some bumps on that definition, I think, but I think it's pretty solid. Um, so uh, we ha- so we're going to narrow down our, our list of we have uh, Morg. I know you're not as familiar in the series, um, so you have two maybe um. on your list because you you talked about having yeah. four. I mean. Um, I might cheat a little bit because I know of a certain YouTuber that I, I really love his work. Spiffing Brit. Uh, Shoutouts to him. I always have oh to Oh, God! Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy's work. And there's been actually a, quite a number of city builders that he has made and, like, played where he has exploited the absolute crap out of them. Um, yeah. Tropico 6! That is definitely a world builder game. Very, very good one. Oh yeah, I've got Tropicos on my list. I've played a lot of Tropico. Oh my god, yes. There's But yeah, I, I've been watching a lot of Spiffing Brit this week, thanks to my husband. There's nothing quite like having a Banana Republic, mm. eh? <laughs> banana... Uh, sure. Isn't Banana Republic like... Um, it's also a derogatory term for a South American country that has where the U.S. has like destabilized them and imposed a dictator so that the U.S. can get cheap bananas. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, Ouch. pretty much. Sorry, I, that's not a- okay. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to take it down. Yeah, yeah I, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of banana boat, <laughs> like the suntan <laughs> lotion. No. <laughs> no. Just be um, like. <laughs> Ew, this doesn't taste like bananas. Now I'll have that theme song stuck in my head for a day. Anyways. We're all living in a yellow submarine. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, okay, so uh, so you had a couple. I have four, and Pan, you had ten 
all by yourself. Well, okay, so if we're ca- if we're gonna count the individual tropicos, I have like ten. Uh-huh. But I can also lump all mm-hmm. the tropicos together pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's one thing I want to bring up in this in this series also. I think we need to separate out each game in a series because they can be um you could have a good one in a series and a dud in the same That's movie. very mm-hmm. true. You know I mean? Um, and I also have different opinions on the different Tropicos based on how much I've played them. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, uh, so we have ten slots, right? And, um, I will keep a list as we're going. Um, of the games that we for sure say, these are the, the Hunter's Hub uh, games in these slots uh, of like uh, mm-hmm. city builders. So our goal is to narrow down this list of approximately 16 games down to 10. Um, now I do want to at least talk about each of the games a little bit on our lists because it's part of it. We have a discussion about whether they deserve to be on or not. Um, so Morg. Uh, what was the 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 big game on your? I know you had one, and then we talked about sports. I hate to say it, but one? like the one game, the very only one game that I've actually played was SimCity 2000, which came out in like 1993. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So SimCity City 2000, I think is is that isn't that the direct sequel? Yes, to Sim it City, is actually. Or... Okay. So. So yeah, uh, it's hard to say that this. One of the things I guess is we should really challenge our definition against each mm-hmm. game. Also, I don't think it's going to be very long, but it's hard to say that this isn't a city. <laughs> city I think SimCity started the whole yeah. genre, um, or at least at least popularized it, because there's a difference of starting and, and popular popularizing yeah. them too. Because that doesn't doesn't always necessarily mean the same game. Um, yeah. So yeah, it definitely qualifies. Um, I have actually played that one also, and I think I played that one on Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, it was on Super Nintendo, and I got mine on... It was on, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like, what? So what, why do we think that SimCity 2000 deserves to be on the list? You know, that's a really good question. I haven't played it since I was, like, eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. So on my list is also the original Sim City, uh, made by Maxis in 1989. Um, so th- you know, I think we can talk about the two games since they're very similar, and we'll probably end up mixing and matching features and things in between the two because they're both so old. And I don't know, they they both started what we're talking about today. Um, I never actually successfully created a working city in any really? of these games. Because I, I, I didn't oh. know how, right? Like, the controls were just terrible. And also, like, <laughs> you were, what, five? Uh, that, too, yes. Uh, I was also, yes, like, five or six, <laughs> uh, probably when I played this game. I could have been as old as nine, um, but I never really... <laughs> Got like I I don't <laughs> I don't I don't know if when I played them I know I played them mm-hmm. when I was younger uh, I do know I do realize what I had done wrong forever in these games once I played City Skylines and had zoning 
Didn't know you should zone. Didn't know what zoning was until I was an adult. <laughs> well, yeah. How's the five-year-old supposed to know zoning law? <laughs> right. Or zoning when I live literally in the woods. Like, <laughs> There's no such thing as zones where I'm at. They're in the cities. I've never lived in a city until I was an adult. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's that kind of thing. I think that... But... Uh, it, they, they, I think they deserve a, a spot on the list, mostly because they started it and they're clearly city builders. A lot of the things that people remember from those old, you know, that started the genres are what continue into city builders today, like zoning and, and that kind of stuff. So the more realistic ones, I would say. Uh, there's also the stuff like the disasters, like summoning Godzilla. Oh, yes. Um, I love the disasters. Sending meteorites down to destroy like huge parts of the city and just be like, apocalypse. Oh, my God. Just so fun. Flood the coastline. Oh. Um, so uh, I, I think that I think that they're a strong case for being on the list in just in general. But, and I think both of them. Honestly, SimCity and SimCity 2000, um, because they they do they do both kind of cover like SimCity was like really old and and busted, yeah. and then you got some new features in SimCity 2000 that really actually made it you know alive a little yeah. bit more alive. So I think it really is the case of like what we talked about, where SimCity started it and then SimCity 2000 probably mm-hmm. popularized yeah. it. Um, and then of course with all those better features and whatnot, because I don't remember SimCity um, being as loved as SimCity mm-hmm. 2000. Am I am I wrong on this? Or? Well, I I, <laughs> I I haven't played that game in like over twenty years, and yet I can still recollect like a lot of the fun that I've had in building a a city, like fully constructing it, and then. Uh, tearing it down because I'm a nefarious and malevolent god because, you know, that's just the way I like to play. You know, I build the sandbox and then I just utterly destroy it the best way I can possible. You and my three-year-old yes. get along very well. Smash the blocks down! <laughs> he, he probably just stacks all the blocks A, B, C and then just swats them aside and it's like ha Yeah, she uh, she does that quite a bit. Yeah, she's Sounds she's like a good, good kid. That. She's got the right idea. I like her spirit. She she's <laughs> leagues ahead of mine. I can't even get the blocks set up before he kicks them off. <laughs> Those kids. Uh, yeah, it took a it took a while. Those to kids get deserve them. a ham sandwich. They're good kids. <laughs> yeah. We're destroying stuff. Yes. That's the spirit. <laughs> so, do we have any objections to either SimCity or SimCity 2000 being on our list? So, I'm gonna say that. SimCity 2000 should certainly be on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, I but maybe not SimCity. Yes, City. because I don't think SimCity brings anything to the table that SimCity 2000 doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Except for the fact that it was the first city builder. Okay. All right. I will take that and uh, we'll put it on the bench in case we need to yeah. need a it's fill. A, in. It's an old enough game that it's a classic, but it's. Like, I don't know what it is about sequels. They just seem to do really, really well for a lot of games. Like, typically, a lot of people remember the sequel to pretty much everything more so than the original in a lot of cases. Like, you look at, like, Pokemon Gold and Silver, you look at Majora's Mask, you look at 
Terminator 2, I mean, if you're looking at movies, uh, yeah, a lot of people seem to reference Terminator 2 more than the original Terminator. Well, it is, it is, um, I see what you're talking about, Terminator 2. Majora's Mask, I don't agree with you. I think Ocarina Ocarina of Time, time, yeah. Beats out Majora's Time. It's a pretty good Beats out Majora's Mask a lot of time. (laughs) That's where, that's what confused me. I was like, really? I know a lot of people like Majora's Mask, but then there's a lot of people who like me or like who played Majora's Mask and like, oh, there's a time limit? Fuck yeah. it, I'm out. <laughs> that time limit was the reason why I love that game so much. I mean, Ocarina of Time still always has a special place in my heart, but there's just something about like just the difficulty of having a, a like a dungeon puzzle game where you have like a fixed amount of time to be able to solve everything. And I'm like, oh man, it's like... This is like Boggle, except at the end, there's only death. Oh my god, I love this. So we'll recall that okay. when it's time to talk about top ten Zeldas. <laughs> we'll save that for it's later, true. yes. That might, might be a, 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 a category mm-hmm. of itself, for sure. Uh, so Panther, what's what's one of the games on your list that you want to talk about? Okay, um, so real quick, I'm going to say that I never actually played Black and White, um, but I'm going to reference Black and White mm-hmm. a lot. I tried to play... Uh, at the time Black and White came out, there's no way I would have been allowed to play it. I grew up in a super Christian household, and the whole premise of that game is that you're a, a benevolent or malevolent deity and all that jazz. But right. I did go back and play it. I can't enjoy it because it's so archaic and old, but I'm mm. going to reference a couple things with it. Okay. Sure. But Black and White doesn't go on the list because I've never I haven't played it enough to really give a good opinion. Um, yeah, I've never played it myself. I almost thought you were going to talk about the Pokemon games, and I was like, hmm. I mean, you. No, I'm talking about the. <laughs> I'm talking about the thing that made everyone love Peter Molyneux for a little while. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's relevant yeah, that makes to sense. this. Okay. So, um, the first, uh, the first game on my list is a little game called Banished. Um, it was in early access for, like, ages. Uh, it's made by Shining Rock mm-hmm. Software, and it's, a uh, it's just this, uh, sort of bog-standard city-building game where you've got these pilgrims who are moving out into the wilderness, and, uh, they're trying to start a new city. And I just, okay. it really clicked for me. I love it. It's its really, really the main resources you have to manage are, like, food. It's so easy to go south with, like, you suddenly have too many people and they ate all the food and you won't have any food ready for a while and suddenly everybody's dead and then there's not enough farmers to grow more food and more people are dead. Oh, it could spiral out of control fast mm. then if you, if you don't manage yourself carefully. Yes, oh. yeah, and it's, um... I, I really liked it. I played the crap out of it, and I just kind of haven't gone back to it because I got every achievement, and I'm done with it now. But I, I really like Banished. Yeah, I I hear you on that. Sometimes you just sort of, like, finish a game, and you're like, I'm never going back, um, even if it was good or not. So I, I get what you're saying. And I'm actually taking a look at this, and, oh, yeah, that's a city builder. There's no way that that isn't. Um just based on the screenshots, like the stuff that you have to manage here, my oh, goodness. Now you're making me excited to play this. Now I'm going to have to get a copy. You can get it pretty cheap, usually. Um, Yeah, I'm seeing it for $10-ish on Steam and $20 oh. on Google Games. Um, I think it's actually on oh, sale. Come to daddy. 
Yeah, because I'm going to be looking these up, the ones I don't know. Because I think a, a good good thing of this series is going to be also, hey, if you like this genre, here's some other games you may not have played in it. Games um, you might not have tried. So, Airplane right. Simulator. Yay! Yeah. The worst game of all time. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're totally ripping off... Um, extra credits here right <laughs> so that is actually extra credits is how i got into uh monster hunter actually oh amazing i love those guys yeah I, i've been watching them since, well i have stopped watching them within the past well two yeah years, yeah but i watched them from their start on um escapist magazine where our good friend jesse mm. works. yeah but yeah, yeah, same here. I think it's on like their first or second games you might not have tried. They recommend Monster Hunter 3 or whatever the big Monster Hunter oh, at the yeah. time was. Yeah, I think it was Try. I think it's either that or 3 Ultimate. It's it's in that it's in that era. So yeah, um good to know that's where you jumped in on Monster Hunter. Um that's a it's a good one to jump in on, unlike me who started with the first one. Love it. But, uh, woof. <laughs> it's rough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first one is rough. Imagine not having any indicator that there are carbs on a monster or any node that there is a mining thing there. It's just a crack in the texture. You have to have your pickaxe selected and notice it doesn't have a cross on oh. it. And then you can mine there. Also, they're bullshit old-timey textures. <laughs> That oh, and yeah. analog oh, combat yeah. controls. Oh, yuck! Oh, I forgot about that. I always forget about that. You use the right stick Ew. to attack. Ew! I forget, I forget about oof. that so That's much. That's gross. Big oof! <laughs> and this is why... <laughs> So Mad yeah. respect for all those veterans uh, out there. So this is this is banished. why sequels do better. <laughs> the, yes, take it the is original true. concept and just uh, make it a little bit better. You know, you just fine tune it a little bit. Yeah, usually. Sometimes they're really fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> usually. Uh, so banished. Uh, I I might try this one. This is definitely on. Uh, looks like uh, it'd be on my list. Um, so given Pan's recommendation, I don't see a reason not to put it on the list. Um, uh, I can't really speak as to quality to have it like knocking anything out. Uh, I do agree because of quality issues with original SimCity because it is such less features than SimCity 2000 and that kind of thing. And I'm not even going to mention the SimCity remake. I don't even know how a lot of people don't like that and DRM and all that kind of crap. Thanks to... Uh, Thanks, EA. <laughs> yeah, EA has kind of developed a bit of a bad reputation for itself. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think we need to explain that. I think your average person listening mm -hmm. to a video game podcast. Yeah. True. All this is true. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being voted the worst company so many years in a row. I think it was two. <laughs> two years in a row. Jeez. Uh, okay. Uh, so, I'm going to talk about a game uh, that I played, and it is the first city builder that I actually did well in. Um, and I say city builder specifically because there's a game that's an older game that I we'll see if it fits the definition here. Um, because you're not building a city, per se. Um, but anyways, back on to what I, what I am talking about, City Skylines. And Pan, you said you didn't like this one too much. Um, 
it's the one I've played the most out of any of this genre. So, um, yeah, I am one of the biggest fans of Paradox Studios, by the way. I, I really, okay. really wanted to love that game. I really did. It just doesn't click for me. I don't understand why. There's everything says I should like that game, but I just don't. It's, um, it's tough. Uh, because there's there's a lot of factors that go into this city builder that aren't just water, food. Uh, you have to manage happiness, um, which isn't entirely different from some other games. I know that that uh, even Sim City had some happiness levels, but I think it really matters in this one. You had to manage noise pollution in Sims. Uh, in sorry, not sorry. I was looking at the word Sim City. Uh, city skylines. Um, which is crazy. Uh, traffic is a big problem in the, the one successful city I have because when it started out, it was sort of like I've designed it like city blocks. Like, you know, you think like New York or, you know, downtown of a lot of small towns in the United States, all those city blocks. Um, yeah, apparently that's a terrible way to do traffic. Like, very terrible. Um, but... Uh, I like it a lot because it's the first one I really got to dig my teeth into that is, the, you know, a straight up like SimCity kind yeah. of city builder. Um, I'm not a big fan of realism uh, in, in my games, but when you can do stuff like this, it, it works very well. Um, I like the more fantasy or high fantasy or fictional stuff. I don't I don't really go for you know, like sports games or, or if I do, it's like over the top sports games, like Mario tennis versus tennis. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, but city skylines is the first like realistic ish game that I was just like, yeah, awesome. Uh, these are, I think the developers on this, I found it's colossal order. It might've been published by who you said. Yeah. I think, I yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think paradox was the publisher, not the developer. My bad. But it's right. it's very um, in line with Paradox Games. Mm-hmm. No, and that's probably why they picked it up for their brand, for sure. Um, I, this came out in 2015. I didn't play it until last year. Um, and I only ended up playing it because it's on Switch now. And most of the time, I have more time to play stuff on my Switch than I do PC or otherwise. So, uh, I actually really enjoyed this game. I don't think it has some of the classic stuff. Maybe it does, but I never did it. Uh, like Godzilla Attack or Meteors or Tornadoes and that kind of stuff. They just happen occasionally. Um, and not very often, as far as I know. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool. I got to build, like, subways and stuff. I built so many things. It was a lot about monuments and keeping people happy. Building parks. Um zoning like we talked about earlier it's the first time i actually got what zoning mm-hmm. is in a game i'm like oh okay cool now for um, for those players who do not play a lot of like city builders or world builder games um because we've played a couple of them we kind we do have a general i like we know what it means right for so like for those for those people yeah. um do do we have like a like a definite definition for like what zoning actually is or so it's where you lay out this is pretty much it's a basic definition Mm -hmm. even real life you basically as a city planner or an authority in a city lay out this area of the city it says you can build industrial things here 
you can build houses here and you can build like commercial like store stuff here you actually um you actually see this in the town that i live near yeah. chillicothe you'll actually see it say uh like industrial zone like it actually has a sign it's it's <laughs> it's like industrial. it's literally like yeah like yeah like an actual Lincoln has that too. Yeah, yeah, like like how yeah. like an actual like city would be managed, and like how um, like new communities would be developed. It's like, well, we're gonna develop this sector to have like this kind of a community in here. Maybe we'll put like you know uh, the grocery here. We'll set up some gas stations over here, and we'll open up this section over here right. to get like this kind of a uh, industry or whatever it is business going, and like kind of like stuff like that. Like how an actual city would be sectored out. And yeah, right. And that's 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 a lot of times why you end up seeing like Walmart being in like a, a big deal when they come into yeah. a town because like they have to deal with the zoning and they have to deal with I don't know Walmart killing every fucking business in the area when it comes. Yeah, in. exactly. It's like oh no, what's gonna happen to the downtown? It's dead. All those businesses. So, but yeah. Sorry, I get a little political about Walmart. I hate Walmart. But, uh, yeah, so I, uh, we actually, my family business qualifies as industrial because of the stuff we do. So, actually, we're in the industrial area of the city. Lovely. <laughs> Our little office. So, yeah. Cool. Um, I don't know. Any objections to city skylines? Nope. nope. It clears. I respect, I respect right. that game quite a lot. I just don't like it. <laughs> I respect it, but I Fair. hate it. So let's get into probably one of the more controversial ones. We're going to talk about Spore. For Morg, you you brought this up. So Spore is an interesting yeah. thing, and uh, because if anyone's who played Spore, this is by EA and uh, who was the developer um, of this? Maxis yeah. also. Yeah. So it's the same people that did SimCity. Um, I used to I used to moderate is, a Spore fan site back before it came out. This is a very sad, nice. sore thing for me. Oh my goodness! Please, oh, please I'm tell sorry. me they don't have sports so, tie. Oh my god! Please tell me they don't. Oh no, no, god. we never had that. Thank God! No, no, the site, the site died within two weeks of the game coming out. Oh wow! Oh wow! Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's not surprising. <laughs> um, so. Quick story for people who haven't played Spore. Spore is not necessarily a traditional city builder game as much as you're building a society eventually. Yeah. Um, you take an organism from cellular level all the way up to spacefaring. Yeah. Um, it was going to be the greatest game that never was. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they cut like, I don't know, what, what was it? They cut like eight stages of the creature phases and combine them into just the creature yeah. phase. Yeah. Right? They, Yeah, they basically um, jumped from, like, the microbial, like, slowly working up to, like, a larger multicellular organism to, like, all of a sudden, like, from a water creature, like, from, like, the bigger complex water creature to all of a sudden just yeah. walking on land immediately. And then from there, they just immediately, immediately they just jumped right up. In, like, yeah. Yeah, so like it's supposed to be like an evolution simulator, and then it's like a civilization simulator, and then it's like a space RTS. Yes. Essentially, yeah. Right. Now, 
Well, we talked a little bit earlier about our definitions. I think that, you know, as we talk about Spore here, I think it actually doesn't qualify based on the fact that you basically are competing the yeah. whole time. Uh, it's kind of like a survival of the fittest. You're not really focused on your own growth and development. If you were, I could see this even with the creature phases and everything in there because the creature phases play into, very lightly, there were supposed to be a lot more because <laughs> that's another mm -hmm. thing they cut but uh, very lightly play into your society and that kind of thing and different options for your yeah. societies unfortunately I think this now that I'm thinking about it I think it gets disqualified because it's competitive the whole way through and it's not about building your own society yeah. it's competing in a, in a universe yeah exactly and then on top of that there's also like colonizing of other planets and then like directly influencing yeah. or even destroying other civilizations and whatnot yeah so i mean yeah so it's supposed to be like mm -hmm. stellaris at the end yeah exactly so or at least mm -hmm. that's what they pitched <laughs> it, the stellaris could have <laughs> yeah been, but i mean yeah uh, so yeah it's not really a, a city or a world builder game as much as it's like we are this civilization that we have evolved from, like, this small single cellular organism, and now we're going to go over and conquer the rest of these planets. And Yeah, it's like, what does this have to do with city building? Um, hmm, yeah. Well, yeah, I had to think it about was, it. it was, though, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's on the, it's it on the cusp been, of yeah, it. Yeah, like, it, it yeah. had the potential. Sorry, Spore. You just, you just weren't. <laughs> You're off. You're off the list, Spore. Yeah, sport, just be like, I'm ready to go ahead, coach. Just give me a chance. I know there's a lot riding on this. Um, no, it's 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 more like uh, Spore was supposed to be this great, amazing thing, and then EA chopped it to pieces. Oh my god, that sounds like Anthem. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it's just right. EA. Back then, <laughs> I mean, back then, EA wasn't. This was the first time EA betrayed us. Yep. And then after that, they kind of did it over and over and over again. We'll see, because I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about a studio later on um, that was betrayed before Spore by EA. Mm. So we'll get there. okay, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so what's another game on your list, Pan? Um, we know we have Tropicos coming up. Um, sure, let's just get the Tropicos out of the way. Yeah, let's just talk about them all. Okay. Just in a group. So, uh, Trop the Tropico series is a game where mm -hmm. you are playing as the dictator of an island in roughly South America. I love this game. Okay. And uh, you are in charge of, like, just running the country, and various Tropico games give you various degrees of how you'll set the laws. And I was to I was gonna mm -hmm. look up like who the developer was. Apparently, the Tropico IP has changed hands several times. Yes, it pro yeah, it probably has. So that that explains a few things about like a lot of the big tonal shifts. But um, mm -hmm. like you have a lot of leeway in like what laws you set. Like one of my favorite ones, for example, is that you can uh, make contraceptives illegal on your on your island, and that. Mm -hmm. uh, like super increases your uh, birth rate. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. So like that's 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 an example. Like another thing, like if you build a cathedral eventually, uh, you can pay for the Pope to give your island a visit, which will do all kinds of crazy things to the various political factions on your island because there's mm -hmm. all kinds of political factions 
Um, like, you'll just get, like, the religious faction will just back you 100% for the next couple years, because you have to work on getting reelected. Mm-hmm. And I think it also, like, increases the popularity of your island, so you can get, like, more, um, uh, money from, like, tourism budgeting and stuff like that, I think? Yes, yes, and depending on your tax rate on the church, you'll probably get a huge bonus to your treasury if the Pope gives you a visit. That is actually pretty awesome. I love this game. Oh, I also saw the, the big exploit where apparently you can make money by sending everybody to jail. And I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. So I haven't played Tropico 6 yet. I haven't played it yet. Um, I think that's the latest one. Mm-hmm. The one that Spiffing Brit was talking about. I haven't played that one. Oh, yeah. So many bugs out of the wazoo. And it's actually pretty awesome, actually, having watched him uh, play that game and... Oh my god, he even, like, has, like, a special pirate's cove where he will actually send the pirates out to, like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, uh, I guess, like, ransack or heist or... Pillage? Yeah, pillage, yeah, pillage cruise liners, and then, like, abduct people and then bring them onto your island as, like, refugees, and then, like, you can either choose to give them jobs or, you know, give them a place to live or whatever, or you could just, just send them to jail because <laughs> they're not working. And, yeah, that's what he would do. He would literally just overpopulate his island and then continue to build prisons and then, like, establish, like, maybe a few guards here and there, and then, like, somehow, I don't know how he did it, like, how he managed to um, make money off of having prisoners in, in the jails. It, I don't understand how that mechanic worked but there was some way how he exploited it where he was actually getting more money out of them than it the maintenance actually cost to keep them in there so so he ran a for-profit prison yeah he oh ran a full gosh. profit off of like running a prison island it was the most ridiculous thing i had ever seen uh not ethical but quite humorous <laughs> for, for a game concept it's Pretty... Well, when we start talking about city builders and ethics, we can get back around to that when I bring up RimWorld. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so there are six entries mm -hmm. in this series, right? I think right? so. Yeah. I think Tropico 6 is the latest, and I've only played one through five. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm seeing right now on Good Old Games, Tropico Reloaded, which I assume is a remaster Probably. of one. Uh, Tropico 3, 4, and 5, so they're missing two and yes. six. Yes. Mm. And uh, Tropico 2 is probably the worst one of the ones I've played, so no great loss. Okay. Um, so we will come back. So Tropico, I think, deserves a place on the list. Now, is there any of them that are like, just don't include these? Because we have seven slots open left. Um, if you so. want to include one of the Tropicos, honestly, four and five are the better ones. I, I get them mixed up because I played okay. a ton of both. But they really just go balls to the wall with, like, just the jokes and hilarity. Like, there's scenarios you yeah, can play that's... that are just really ridiculous. Uh, I was going to bring this up with uh, SimCity. Um, this also happens in 2000, but one of the iconic things of this genre is having a pre-built scenario, right? And one of the, the biggest ones that Sims, not Sim, SimCity usually has is actually the Great Chicago oh. Fire. Oh, so you have Chicago, and then half of it's on fire. Now manage the city. Like, that, I think, is a pretty cool idea. And I like that Tropico has scenarios, too. I think a, I think it's a good thing to have. Um, uh, city Skylines also has beginning scenarios you can use also. Um, I never did. I always build a city from scratch because 
I want to do things my way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just making fun of myself there for that. But yeah, okay. So right now, I'll leave Tropical 4 and 5 on. Um, you said you hadn't played 6, so I think that's fair for us to not really put that on if we don't haven't played it. Um, yeah, so like, and we need to add in more. Tropico is probably a good filler, uh, except for two. Yeah. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> two, uh, two crashed so, okay. like all the time. I barely played it, and I would get so frustrated just go back to playing Tropico one because it crashed constantly. Nuts! I was. Oh yeah. I was just thinking. Oh man, what if Victoria two made it onto the list? And I was thinking, wait, no, no, that's that's a game where you're in direct competition with like other countries. And you're just building prestige or like you're mm. trying to like defame other countries or give reasons to declare war on them and I realized nope it's not even a city builder at all like I mean yeah you're managing populations and you're trying to keep your government in power and gain favor from your people and manage your economy and stuff like that but not really a city builder so yeah now I I, I did want to broaden this to be sort of like a culture builder or that kind of thing too because there are other games that you're not necessarily building a city mm-hmm. building a city and uh, this is gonna lead into my next one now we can disqualify this fine it also comes into the the company that I wanted to talk about that really got screwed over by EA and I think they died before sport oh. was a, ever a thing and that's bullfrog productions oh um Bullfrog Productions was known for a lot of their stuff, like theme theme games, like theme uh, park and theme, that kind of thing. The one that I played the most, and I think it fits this, oh. it fits very well, is oh Theme Hospital. Oh, my. Uh, and have you guys ever played Theme Hospital? Also on the humor end, like Tropico. Oh. Um, so what you're doing, you are managing a hospital, and you move to manage different hospitals, which is essentially like, hey, you're going to play this scenario of a city play this you do have to manage resources you're managing a population of patients essentially their income uh and your your base it fits a lot of our definitions you're not competing with in direct competition with other players or other you know cities or that kind of thing the only thing is you're not actually you're not placing buildings but you are placing machines and rooms and uh you are placing structures uh, so if we broaden that definition, I think it could fit. Um, and you're placing doctors and janitors and that kind of stuff. You're, you're hiring a lot of city, city workers, essentially, if you want to take it up to that level. Um, Theme Hospital is a jokey game. Uh, the If you don't keep your hospital clean enough uh, is one of the things. Uh, it'll drive customers away and you'll start to get rats. Oh. And then when you click... When you click on a rat, it turns into a shotgun pointer, and you can <laughs> shoot the rat and get money. Um, it's it's funny. It's got all sorts of these crazy diseases, like Invisible oh Man Syndrome. Uh, you have to like, uh, you have to build a room for diagnostics. Uh, you have to build a diagnostic ward. Uh, there's all sorts of like diagnostics of patients, and then getting in there. Now, granted. This is very much a management game, but it's not necessarily managing a culture as much as you're managing a company. Yeah. So I don't know where that fits See, in this. Um, I never played this game, but the way you're describing it, it sounds more like a tycoon game than a builder. It kind of, it kind of is. But is, what is the point of Theme Hospital? Is, it, is the point of it to build something, or is the point of it to make money? Because I think a cork like, mechanic of a, a tycoon game is to make money. 
Mm-hmm. It's true, and it is to make money. So I think that maybe tycoons have yeah, their own genres. This... Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I was thinking about that when we when okay. I was coming up with these. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like this. Yeah, sort of, okay. This sort of theme feels like it fits into the theme of like running an establishment within a city more so than like constructing and maintaining a city. So, um, it's close. Right. And you're not, I think, I think it's, 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 it's a related, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, definitely a management, oh, a management style game. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'll it's, agree I, that, yeah, this probably doesn't I think need to get So I'm, I'm reading a bit about, about this, uh, Bullfrog Productions. Uh, apparently the team that did, uh, Theme Hospital also did Populous and they, uh, yeah. And then when, uh, Bullfrog Productions was bought out by EA, they left, uh, to make Lionhead Studios. And they made black and white. By the way, Peter Molyneux was one of the guys. Yep. Oh my god, the more you know. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Theme Hospital, not, even though it's not going to go on the list, Bullfrog Productions, 1997. Um, so uh, I will get into a game that I do believe is a more direct definition of what we're going for, which is Surviving mm-hmm. Mars. Um, I was actually introduced to this game through a mutual friend of ours, Pan, uh, Famous Hippo. Um, he said he was playing it and loved it, and he said I should try it, so I did. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, surviving, yeah, so Surviving Mars is a city builder in the fact that you're building a colony on Mars. Um, and basically the premise is that you are trying to build this colony uh, and to be a successful like Mars mm-hmm. colony, self-sufficient and that kind of stuff. Um, you have to manage all sorts of things like your electrical, your oxygen, your, um, uh, not food because, uh, you may not have the ability to produce food. You may have to fly in food from earth, uh, that kind of stuff. Now where this kind of got a little fuzzy and that's why I was talking about, we, we have to do a little bit of a. A jumping around on the definition you are not the only colony on mars and there is there is a bit of uh there is a bit of competition but it's not direct so if you're the first people to build a dome you get a, like a bonus stipend of money for okay. resources but your goal is still to build a city you're not trying to outdo the other people in any sense of i want to be the only one it's just there are certain progress markers that will help you if you get there okay. first. So I, I'd say that I still think, that you're still within the city builder uh, genre. And I think so too. But I think it's worth to bring up that there there is other civilizations mm-hmm. in this, right? There are other cities you have to uh, be at least aware of, right? So maybe you're like, oh, maybe I should build this first because it gave me a warning that there building this and i might be able to get the built faster or get the bonus most likely if you see a warning and you haven't started on something you're you're toast they're right. gonna get it before you um but it's actually a really cool uh really cool game i'm not really into the big you know city builder thing the one i got into the most obviously is city skylines and i have played a bit of surviving mars um i have actually built a somewhat successful colony with a couple domes um you can actually you actually have to manage the comfort level of your... Uh, you can actually get colonists to live in the domes and work on things. 
and you have to get colonists to work certain so jobs to produce certain materials like plastics, electronic parts, and that kind of stuff because things break down and whatnot. And there are random events of like meteor showers and stuff that can destroy your domes and kill your people. Um, there's dust devils that can destroy equipment and that kind of thing. It's really cool, uh, like concept of like how would we be able to make a make a city and live on. Mars. There are eventually later game stuff that I haven't got into, but I know it's there. We actually start terraforming Mars into being a livable oh, habitat. Total recall um, it, man. Total recall its... it. Yeah, so like I haven't got that far. I know that is an option. I can see it on the progress trees that you have. Um, very similar progress trees to something like Civilization. It's like you research next right. levels of uh, that kind of thing. Um, I think I'm the only one here who's played Surviving Mars, right? Yeah. Um, um, I have looked at it, and I gave a good look at it when Hippo first recommended it. Mm-hmm. I've just been uh, yeah. poor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there, Pan. <laughs> so I haven't bought it, um, but I, that is definitely a game that's going on my Steam wish list right now. I'm, I'm into it. I'm sold. Well, not quite sold because I don't got money, but, you know. <laughs> no, you, it's it's on the wish list. That's good enough. <laughs> uh, I put um, I put banished on the wish list. <laughs> I, I do like the I do like the concept so, of like a survival game where you have to do where you do have to manage your resources and you have to like plot out what your next moves are going to be in order for you to be able to survive like the next day and the day after that. Um, it kind of makes me think of like sixty seconds. I think is the name of the game or like massive chalice mm-hmm. where you do actually have to think very carefully about how you're going to be able to manage your resources. Um, and from what, um, from what I've, uh, interpreted from what you've told me about, um, making sure that your settlers are all comfortable. Um, is, uh, is there like, uh, an element where you have to manage their psychological health as well? So in that way they don't get stressed out. Okay. Yes. Now that's, Yes, they have stress oh, that levels, That is so too. cool. Yeah. Okay, now that, that adds a lot of depth to the game right there. That's really, really cool. Making sure that everybody's uh, not just alive and healthy, but, like, you know, stress-free. Mental yeah, stress-free. health, yeah. Because otherwise that affects her. Yeah, and that's why you build things like a space bar and that kind of stuff to help alleviate stress. There's, like, yeah. a space gym. Um, and you do have to actually not only build the buildings, so you build, like, mm-hmm. a space dome... But you also have to worry about your layout in the right. dome. So, like, you can't just, like, willy-nilly say, okay, this is where people yeah. live, right? Um, you have to build the individual either housing centers or houses in, in, in these domes. And they have to fit in the correct... Everything's sort of, like... <laughs> the domes are complicated in how you can place buildings because they're series of, like, pizza slices of oh. space. So, like you have to like actually fit things in these triangles. Um, and sometimes there's good ways to fit those things, but they're sometimes not. So like, if you want to like, one thing I did is like, okay, I want people to be able to exercise, which helps with health and mental stuff. So I placed a gym, boom, a whole triangle done. Like, Oh crap. So yeah. <laughs> like, And there's only, so you'd have to, Think of it like a four-slice pizza. Every dome oh. is a four-slice pizza, and you only have X amount of space in each slice. And, yeah, the gym took up a whole slice, and I was like, crap, 
now I can't put down the research center that I wanted to because I need this part. Like, it's so you uh, basically yeah. have to like, like piece together certain um, like certain types of like rooms or stations or whatever you have, whatever have you call them, so that mm -hmm. in that way they synergize well with each other, and in order to get the most efficiency out of them. Oh yeah, is that like a like how you have to manage things in XCOM? You know, I hadn't really got too far in XCOM to really be able to answer that okay, question. Okay, because, like, in XCOM, um, you know, the, it's it's a turn-based strategy game, so the, the object is to kill the aliens. Yes. But in between kill yeah. the aliens missions, you have different buildings you can build to, like, you dissect the aliens and get more technology, you research stuff, you build better guns, whatever. Yeah. And if you build certain buildings next to each other, they sort of uh, improve each other by being close together. Okay, now that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, they don't have that that I've seen. I could be wrong. But uh, I was just about to say, the distance from where a... And you can see every single individual mm -hmm. citizen, too. So you only have, like... Right now, I think I only have, like, 23 actual citizens on my colony. Um, and you have to, like worry about whether they're going to have kids or whatnot, but there's actual stress levels of how far they have to travel for work. Ooh, so like, that, I like it. That would make sense. I mean, they are on Mars. So, if they live in Dome A and they work in Dome C, you have to obviously get away for them to get there, right? And there's always, there's always outside Dome transport, uh, and you can also make tunnels between right. domes, too. Um, but they get more stress the further they have to go because of yeah, course mm -hmm. that's a thing like drive time is a also spacewalks <laughs> are As, stressful right it's just, just like commutes are stressful and then you put that in space i get it <laughs> um but yeah you have to manage like education and all that kind of stuff too in case people have kids like you have to actually say like okay no kids allowed, don't have any kids, but then sometimes there is still kids, and you have to figure out how to manage those kids, unless, you know, there's no school system up there oh, or yeah. something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, a mechanic back in uh, Banished. Um, you mm -hmm. can build schools, and, uh, like, your colonists who have been, to, who, like, went to school are, like, one and a half times as productive as colonists who didn't go to school. Yeah. I don't know... I. I don't know what the benefit of or not having schools is in Surviving Mars. I haven't got to a point where um, I got the notification that a colonist was pregnant. And that's the last time that I had played. And I was like, crap. <laughs> I'm doing all this stuff. I can't manage like <laughs> putting in a school because I was literally running out of building materials for different things that I was already trying to get going. Uh, the only thing is like if you run out of a certain material, you can request that material from earth, but it costs money and your money is in the, is in the scale of billions too, which is, I think is kind of fun because like one unit, I think is a billion dollars, oh. like one. That unit makes a of lot of sense. Spend. Yeah. So it's like, holy cow. It makes me feel bad ordering anything. <laughs> nah, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta build this our own. <laughs> Billion dollars? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, yeah, this would be thirty-two billion. Uh, what? No. Uh, so yeah. Um, 
I think Surviving Mars definitely uh, is is uh, worth having on the list. Uh, it's a it's very much newer. Um, I didn't mention who it was. It's Haymont Haymont Games H A E M I M O N T. Yeah, I don't know I'm how to say. I don't know how to say that very well. They did some of the Tropicos too, by the way. My God. Okay, so yeah, so they have some experience there. Um, and this released in 2018, uh, from what from what I have in my yeah. Notes. No, I'm I'm sold and I'm excited about this, and it's probably gonna be my next game I buy. Dude, we're like connecting strings nice. all all around here together. Like these, there's a lot of history between yeah. all these games. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah, there seems to be. By the way, sure. they're published um, by, so per- have... by uh, Paradox. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, Paradox is, yeah, and I forgot about that. When you said that, I was like, nope, yep, that little that little skeleton is there. Okay. Paradox. Paradox is really good uh, at making super detail or publishing super detailed games. I mean, I'm going to sing their praises until the end of time because of Crusader Kings 2. That game has sucked more of my time than any other franchise except Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I've heard about Crusader Kings. Yes, that is a good game. Yeah. Not a city builder by any of our definitions, but uh, I'm ready to talk about it whenever we have a a genre that is vaguely, that Crusader Kings could vaguely be included in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I don't don't know what that would be. I've never played it. I think you'd like it. (laughs) We'll, We'll get... I plan on hitting a lot of different things, and there's gonna like a uh, just a little aside. There's gonna be some genres where I might be the one talking the most. I get that feeling from the FPS genre between mm-hmm. you two. Oh yes, like, uh, the last like... FPS I played with any amount of enthusiasm was GoldenEye on the N64. That is a really good game. I love the cheats mm. for it. You see, I wouldn't even have put I. I I get where I get where you guys are coming with that because a lot of people love that game. I would have never thought to put that in my. Oh, top oh that is that is the That's only why, one I know. Dude, it's a quintessential <laughs> first-person shooter. Okay, but we'll talk about that on first-person shooter day. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm just like I'm sitting here and I'm cringing to myself. Like, no, I mean, even have to go yeah. on. But like, anyways, um, okay. So we have four more okay. slots uh, that we have we have covered all of my games. Uh, two of which made it on the list, which is City Skylines and Surviving Mars. Um, so we're down to just what you have, Panther. Okay, well, I think that Surviving Mars is a great segue into the next game that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Rimworld. Okay. Yes, I've heard you and Hippo praise okay. this game. Morgan, have you played? Uh, Rimworld? I mean, I've heard about it, but I haven't actually gotten a chance to play it. Um... Okay, okay. Have you guys heard of Dwarf Fortress? Yes, I have. Yes. Okay, so... And I have briefly okay, played Okay, I've it. never played it. Um, honestly, I can't deal with that interface. And, yeah. Um, no, and that's why I said briefly. So, for people who are familiar <laughs> with Crusader Kings 2, I have played Crusader Kings 2 since uh, the first DLC was released for it. I can't deal with Dwarf Fortress. Um, so anyways, RimWorld, uh, was conceived as a game intending to be, uh, a friendlier version of Dwarf Fortress. Okay. And you are basically, uh, three people who were in cryosleep on your way to, uh, go live on a new planet when your spaceship crashed on this planet. And hmm. you have to basically build a, uh, a little, like, for- you have to build, you know, a, uh 
good god, I can't think of words right now. Um, you have to build a colony. You have to build a colony and survive, and there's various ways to get more people added to your colony. Um, there are AIs that come and, like, they come and raid you, and, like, they'll take your stuff, and they'll kill your people. Um, uh, they, they're one of the ways that, like, things can go south for your colony. There's, there's many, many ways you, things can go south. Hmm. And there's huh. a variety of climates that you're that you can be in. You pick it at the start of the game, but like you certainly have to manage food. You have to manage um, you have to manage like food for your for your cattle or your other animals that you have. Uh, you have to manage the psychological well being of your colonists. That is actually a huge core com- component. Hmm. Because yeah. they all they get bored, they get depressed, and depending on their personalities, they may lash out in various ways. Like the more violent ones, will go grab an AK forty seven and shoot everyone else in the colony. The more passive ones will just go on an insulting spree, or they'll go mm-hmm. like dig up corpses and leave them in the dining room, and just make a pile of corpses in the dining room. Oh my god! So people can actually go like super insane and then just sabotage everything. Yeah, they can. They can. And they'll, they'll go super insane for a while, and then they'll usually snap out of it if they haven't done something to get themselves killed. There's uh, there's wildlife you have to contend with, um, and then there's there's tons of mods. Like, I mostly play with a mod that adds dinosaurs, for example. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, like, well, like, um, if the predatory animals are on the map and they can't find any food, they'll start hunting your colonists. Oh, and there's no. not a lot you can do. If T-Rex decides to start hunting your colonists, there's not a lot you can do if you haven't researched guns yet. <laughs> mm. You can't hunt a T-Rex with a bow and arrow. Well, tell that's a Turok. Oh, Jeez. yeah, yeah. Oh, God damn it! God damn it, that's right! <laughs> Shoot him in the eye! I don't know. I mean, like, I, I guess, you know, I had a turtle druid that, like, was about to get, like, absolutely engulfed by a T-Rex. Like, he was... Stuck in its mouth with his little legs kicking out of the mouth, going, ooh, no, whatever. And then I was like, oh, I have an idea. And I go to the DM and I'm like, I want to summon velociraptors. And he's like, uh, you can only summon them in a place where you can see. And I was like, that's exactly my point. And then everybody just stopped Oof. and they all laughed. And I was like, I am going to cast. And I'm just uh, like, what was it? I think it was like conjure uh, wildlife or conjure animals. And I was like, I'm summoning all the Velociraptors yeah. in his throat. And then he was like, oh my god, yes, I'm going to allow this. And so what happened was Tongo ended up killing a T-Rex by having it choked to death on a swarm of eight Velociraptors. And he just d- fell out of his mouth. It was just the best thing ever. Oh my god. Chult was so fun. Oof. Okay. <laughs> I love the D&D asides that we're probably going to have a lot of time. Yeah, it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, RimWorld, it's by Ludeon Studios. As far as I know, there's only, like, one or two guys developing it. Um, and it never goes on sale on Steam. I think it's always 30 bucks. Uh, but it's a really fantastic game. Um, oh, and back to the city-building things. Um... So you can technically beat the game if your colony survives long enough. You can research things, and uh, you can eventually research enough things that you can build a, a warp-capable uh, spaceship and escape the planet. And there's other ways to win as well. Okay. There's a, like, you can get you can randomly get a radio message from this like sentient AI that you knew back on your home planet. And he's like, hey, I'll beam you up if you can meet me at this place at this time. Okay. Hmm. I like this game okay. already. It, it, it makes or you can. I don't. 
I don't think that having a win scenario necessarily disqualifies the game. This definitely yeah, fits in yeah. the category. But that's something to consider. Because, like, in all these other games, I don't know what a win scenario is, right? Yeah. You just keep going. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you can you can just win uh, Skylines. Like, I don't, I don't know. There was a point in which my population flattened out and I mm-hmm. couldn't do any better. That's where I got bored and sort of turned off the game. So I, did I win? Did I lose? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, there's there's like a number of survival games where there is sort of like a builder aspect to them. They may not necessarily be entirely defined as like a like a city or world builder. Like, for example, Subnautica kimchi. or Kimchi. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, especially Subnautica where it is strictly a survival game where you do have to manage your food, your water, your oxygen, and you have to fight off predators and you have to like constantly be improving your technology. So in that way you can eventually build a ship to be able to exit, you know, to exit the, uh, the atmosphere or the orbit of the planet. And you have to like disengage like a giant alien gun and et cetera and stuff like that. Um, there are building aspects to the game, but it's not necessarily, a city or world builder game. Um, Still pretty fun. I love that game quite a lot, actually. But yeah, anyways. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, that's another one on the list. (laughs) That looks really cool. Um, The graphic style looks like uh, the escapist and that kind of stuff, too. It does, oh, and um, I forget which one came out first, but uh, it also looks just like Prison Architect. And right mm. when those two games first like came out, there were some accusations that one of them stole assets from the other. And they both kind of said, no, we, we both independently came up with this art style that is exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Awesome. Um... So what? What's one of your other ones, Pan? I think that needs to go on. Okay, then. so um, so we got three yeah, more. and uh, this other one I have three is called slots. Stronghold Two. It's an older game, and technically it's an RTS, but I actually own Stronghold. Uh, 2. Okay. Uh, I I play Stronghold Legends. I don't know that game. Um, I've I've mostly only ever played Stronghold Two because it was bundled with Tropico One back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Stronghold Legends is a fantasy version of Stronghold 2. Oh, neat. I'd probably like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so dragons, um, you can play the different... uh, I don't know if Stronghold, you play different kings or whatnot. Um, Stronghold Legends is definitely more of an RTS because you actually pick uh, different armies. So you can be like the nordic army and they have like frost giants and that kind of okay, stuff okay okay that's cool um there's there's the evil army which i'm gonna take a little aside so my brother and my two college buddies and i used to play this all the time together the four of us and we would kind of like team up uh every, you know different partners every once in a while or free for all whatnot um my my brother always played england because he got the knights of the round table and uh-huh. every time because my brother's amazing at rts games um and i'm just not um but i always play the evil guys because they had one unit that i love which is the bats and what they are 
is giant bats that suicide bomb. Kamikaze bats. And it costs kamikaze bats. So what happens is a lot of people end up putting a lot of their units up on a tower to shoot things down. And if you shoot enough of these bats at somebody, one of them is going to get through. And since they explode, people fly away. Well, if they're on a tower, they all fly off the tower and die. So you don't actually have to kill them with the damage. You oh kill them with the god. fall. Oh my god, yes. So- this is so cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had an army of bats that I continue... Like, you can do a continuous production of a unit. Uh, and I had a continuous production with the rally point of that building being on the tower of my brothers. So... It was just like constantly like 300 resource spent. A bat goes there and bombs it. <laughs> I still lost because he's amazing so, at that game. But it was um, that was a real thing. <laughs> it's like, come on, George. You're the bat to get it done. You'll be like, hang on. So so I just I just posted. Oh, hang on. I got an alarm going off. Okay, so I just posted a thing in the Discord so you can see, but that was a real thing that the U.S. was going to do to Japan. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, yeah, I remember the I bat remember bombs, that. but oh, my God, it's a sick design. Like, yep. it, not sick as in cool, I mean as sick as in gross. Having bats lit on fire and then, like, go into people's homes and then, like, burn them down with live bats on fire is just so fucked up. I, I, I can't agree yeah. with this. Like, this is such a bad idea. Yeah. For people like, and bats, it's okay. horrible. I love bats. I never do that to bats. So, um, I had a giant butt at the end of Stronghold 2. Um, uh-huh. And that is, it is mostly an RTS. But I never played okay. the RTS uh, scenarios. I always, there's, um, there's other scenarios where you can do, like, economic scenarios. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in the economic scenarios, it's more about managing your population and building up resources. Interesting. Yeah. So you're you're making an RTS into a city, yes. city management. Yes. So that's why there's a big asterisk on Stronghold Two, but you can probably get it for cheap if you're interested. Any listeners out there? And it's it's fun. I had fun. Yeah, I actually I never played it. I it's on my Steam library though. Um, I'm gonna have Actually, to take okay. a yeah. look at this for sure. Um, this is this is definitely piqued my curiosity because it came part of a large pack that had Stronghold Crusaders, Stronghold yeah. HD, and Stronghold Two, and yeah. Legends. Um, I originally bought it because it was for sale at Target for ten bucks. Stronghold Two and Tropico together, and that hmm. in like two thousand two or something. Wow. So, like, those are the two games I owned on my little laptop in 2002 when I was 13. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Huh. Okay. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, and I'm I'm, I'm fine with it getting struck down because it really wasn't intended as a city builder. We'll put, that's interesting because, like, if you... Play this in a certain way. It qualifies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna put it. I'm not gonna put it on the list, but um, we'll have that be the the bench if we have something that doesn't need a film. All right. I All right. I almost want to say that Minecraft is technically a world builder, even though it's not really. I mean, no, like, no. I just no. don't know. You're you're placing it's yeah that 
That's so hard because like, it, it's it a, lot of our, a lot of notes. our ways to define it, it. At the same time, it's not. Like, but it, it's, it's more of a straight yeah. survival game than it is. Now, there yeah. is the builder mode, but then again, you're not really managing yeah, you, resources or, or population. as much exactly. as you're finding. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, or population. Oh my God. Unless population equals one oh. and survival. Oh my God, I just thought of something <laughs> that was really funny. Okay, picture the idea where you somehow managed to get everybody in a Fortnite Battle Royale to not shoot each other, but instead work together to construct a city. Mm. No, it never <laughs> Too much coordination. <laughs> but, but I like where you're going That would be such a this. cool idea. Uh, I think th oh, the only person who could actually pull it off would be Mr. Beast. Unfortunately, he'd be the only one to do it because he'd just pay everybody. It's like, you guys are each going to get $10,000 if you somehow manage to work together to make this happen. I don't. That's weird. Eventually, everyone would just die. Yeah, from though, the circle like, closing in. It, the, the map would, yep. would shrink, yeah. Hey, I, pl I played Fortnite like 10 times. Right? I think I played it like four, <laughs> and then I was like, no, I don't like this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we were actually waiting for Monster Hunter World to come out, and that was the only thing we could think to play together while we waited Oof. for Monster oh. Yeah, we, my brother and I did not enjoy it as much as my some of my friends did. Alright, so, uh, we got three more to fill. What else is on your okay. list, man? Uh, another game on my list is called Nomoria, and that is spelled like, you know the word gnome? <gasps> but like the Mines of Moria! Yeah, R-I-A. Like Yes. Like like the hit Netflix movie No Malone. Uh, I don't know what that or is. Or Nomeo and Juliet. I, I mean I'm I'm I I I'm making fun of the Okay. Movie. So Nomoria. Uh G N O M O R I A. Oh god, the splash art on this thing is it just is, creepy. It is. It is. Now I bought this game for like 3 bucks. <laughs> It was on, like, sale for, like, 75% off or something. I bought it for three bucks. Whoa. Um, three bucks. I, I played the crap out of it for about a week, and then I bought RimWorld, and I haven't gone back. But um, it's it's really a good Dwarf Fortress clone, I think. Okay. You, you play as okay. this, like, civilization of gnomes, and you got to build a city, a, a city for the gnomes. Now, here's the thing. They dig underground. They don't <laughs> live above ground. So you can have, like... There's a but there's buttons you push to go down different layers, so you can have like one layer in your city is like all your like that's where your factories are, and then like you just go one flight down the stairs and oh. there's your houses. Oh my god! It's it's very my three goodness. dimensional and it, it takes some getting used to because it's not your typical top down experience. Oh my god! Yeah, it's actually in an isometric view, so that yeah. sort of the. Angled, angled a little bit oh top down uh, view, yeah. which which makes sense. Yeah. It's multi-layer um, isometric. This, one of the, oh my gosh, that's interesting in concept alone. Like yeah, oh exactly. Goodness. And it's um, it's supposed to. It's another like one wants to be dwarf fortress. Sure. Oh my god, this is just genius. For three dollars, there's actually. Uh, and there's a constructed ziggurat on one of the, the oh screenshots. God. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I just looked it up. It's normally 15 on Steam, but yeah, I got it for like three yeah. bucks during some kind of sale. 
And I really should play it more, but I haven't played it in forever because I bought I bought RimWorld a week later. Oh my god. That that happens though sometimes with that, especially with you know we're talking about genres here, with with some genre games where uh, I say this a lot about um, you know, uh, Dauntless, right? It's the pseudo yeah. monster uh-huh. clone. Um, every time I play Dauntless, I kind of get bored and say I should play some Monster <laughs> Hunter. So I feel oh that, my like, <laughs> I feel that that can happen within a genre too. It's like you start playing, it's like, it's good, but it's not good as this. Even though I'm bored of the other thing, I'm going to go play the other thing because it's just... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I get where you're coming with on that I'm sold on the gnomes, Uh, man. I don't know. Like, ruling a world of tight... I think we have to include... I think we have to include this because of the... It is. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely unique, and it's it's a solid game. I played a lot of it for that week before I bought RimWorld. It honestly looks like a game that came out of, like, it belongs in Windows 98. That's what it feels like with how how clean and pixely it looks. Yeah, it's very pixely. But it, remember, this is this game is marketed to people who like Dwarf Fortress, so this is a huge step up in graphics. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Open sandbox game. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh but I just, I don't know, can't get back into it since playing RimWorld. But that could just be me. Okay. Awesome. So, okay, we got two All more right, slots. two more slots. Okay, we're... the next slot um, I want to dedicate to Stone Hearth. And I hate saying it because oh. of Hearthstone. Yeah. Yeah, that's very that's very oh, hard no. to... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very easy to confuse those games. Okay. Okay, so Stone Hearth, and the sad thing about this game is that it was in early access, and it was this huge up-and-coming game, and then the studio was bought out. Like, their parent company got bought, and uh, they were shuttled, so they just released what they had, and they're like, hey guys, here's the source code, mod it to your heart's content, we can't finish it because we're not allowed to. So Stone Hearth is an unfinished game that the community is working on finishing. That's, but, yeah. um Okay, that is that is an interesting way to go yeah. about it. Yeah, at least. yeah. Like they're Holy like, our cow. studio doesn't care about this anymore. It will not be finished. So here's the source code. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if they got in trouble. I don't know. For that. I don't know. But um, so it's out there, and the community is modding the crap out of it to try to finish it. But it's a neat little game where once again your settlers coming to a new land to build a new home. And Stone Hearth is really hardcore about the different, like, because you can pick different, uh, hang on. Uh, you can pick different, like, net nations where your people came from. Oh, that's cool. So if, say, you're the Nords versus the, the, um, God, what's the, the Spanish Muslims? The Moors. That's it, Moors. Yeah. So if you're, oh, like, okay, the Nords yeah. instead of the Moors, the Nordic architecture looks completely different. And the Nords use more wood and stone in their architecture, and their technology tree is different. Oh. Whereas if you're the Moors, uh, you're going to use a ton of clay in your architecture. It's like a more cute. Yeah, Minecraft it also yeah it also looks very Minecraft. Everything is cubes. I like that it includes ethnic diversity in this game. That's actually really yeah. awesome. And like the, like the, yeah. the full expression yeah, so. of like all the different types of cultures and like how their approach to um, building like uh, a community would exactly be. that's actually really awesome. 
Yeah, and like the Moors. Yeah. Apparently, your settlers level yeah, up yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a minor RPG element to it where like, um, your settler will Holy be cow. like you'll have one settler and that settler is your stonemason, and as they become a more experienced stonemason, they can build more complicated things. Hmm. And you'll also yeah, and you're also going to get raided by orcs and goblins and other things like that. Yeah, so I, I really like Stone Hearth, but sadly, like, it's it's an incomplete game. It's kind of like Knights of the Old Republic 2, where, you know. Okay. Um, very cute yeah, looking, it is. too. Um, like it... The other thing is, is that uh, because they never really finished it, um, so you are kind of capped out with how big your city can get, because mm. if you start getting too oh. many people, your processor will uh, self-combust. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, um some pe- people have reported usually if you get more than 25 to 30 people in your village, their computers start melting. Wow. Yeah, I'm saying a lot of the a lot of the negative reviews are based upon not enough content or just completely crashes after yep, 20 villagers. Yep. And uh yeah. there's mods that can help with that, but yeah, the I played it for a while on my husband's, like, brand new, super awesome computer, and I pushed it up to 25 villagers before uh, it started getting a little too warm, and I had to turn it off before I melted my husband's computer. Oh, that's (laughs) unfortunate. Just, like, just just pull the freezer out of, like, the living room and stuff like that. Like, if you've got, like, a chest freezer, you just stick your tower in there. (laughs) Just plug everything in. <laughs> I'll say this: game optimization is oh, yeah. a thing. Like it needs it needs to happen. Uh, I've actually the past two games I've purchased on my PC, um, I have had above the recommended settings, and it runs like garbage in certain scenarios. <coughs> Dark Souls, um, what? No, yeah, Dark Souls is terrible. Um, You've Pan, you haven't heard. I actually don't like the Dark Souls series <laughs> that much. <laughs> I get a okay. lot of flack for that because I like like people yeah. are like, um, people are like, oh, they're they're the best, and then they also always like Bloodborne. And I played Demon Souls, which was the first one, and had a very different approach to the world yeah, building and all very different that kind of stuff, the combat and that kind of stuff. And I was like, that's what I liked, and then it's dead. So I don't like this new stuff. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the, the past two games have ran like garbage and I hope they can fix that because I put this on my wish list cause it looks awesome. But then we're talking about those bugs and I'm like, mm, if I were to buy any games that we talked about today, it would be the last one. Right. Like, yeah. Right. And <laughs> I wish I could wholeheartedly recommend it, but yeah, that the whole villager cap out thing, um, I'm, there is a Stonehearth modding community Discord, and they're very active, and they're very, very dedicated to fixing it, kind of like with, uh, like, the uh-huh. community that evolved around Kodor 2. But they have not fixed the okay. optimization issue completely. Oof, it's more okay. about strategies that's, to make it successful. That's heartbreaking. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ooh. but it's a, it's a pretty, like... It's a pretty solid game, except it's it's also unfinished. So it needs a little bit of okay. polish, but I mean, I it's 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 on the way. Yeah, and if you can get it for cheap, go for it. I wouldn't pay full price for it. 
Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm thinking for a lot of these, honestly. Not that they're bad. It's just there's so many other things I'm playing oh, right yeah. now currently. <laughs> and I, let me let me pull up Steam. Let's see how much time I sunk into Stonehearth because I'm I'm kind of done with it. I I kind of did it, and I'm just like I got too sick of the bugs. Hmm. But let's see how many hours did I put into it. Well, um, I mean, so far I have put three ga- four games on my wish list from today. Oh or you man, step I know. <laughs> Okay, so I've got 55 hours in Stonehearth. Nice. That's that's pretty solid. That is as a that's a good yeah. number to yeah. be in the game. Oh, I'm sorry guys. <laughs> World builder games are not my go-to. You know, I love my <laughs> No, I'm I love I'm my RCSs, with you. my I'm, my my uh, build teaming like RPGs kind of like how Pokémon is or like how Massive Chalice works and like first-person shooters. Those those are my go-tos. I mean, yeah, Ugh. I chose the category, so you know. Yeah, I mean retro. It's more retro oh. first-person shooters are my thing. Like the old school first-person shooters are the go-to's for me. I'm not really all about like modern Call of Duty games or like Battlefield or Destiny. Yeah. If you can really fit it into that category, um, yeah, I'm more into like the old school stuff. Oh no, yeah. When we when we get to that first that that impending first-person oh. shooter episode. They're mo- they're mostly oh, gonna man. be older I, ones. Don't worry. I can't wait like, to sink my teeth into that episode. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got one more All slot. Right, and uh, this is the last game I have to talk about. I've actually been playing it a lot this week. You've probably noticed I don't know if you notice people playing games on Discord, but I've been playing this a lot this past week. Mm. It is called Rise to Ruins. Okay. Okay. I've heard of this. Probably because I was talking about it last week. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I think it was before last okay. week I heard of it. But so go ahead. <laughs> it's, um, it honestly reminds me a lot of Banished. Um, okay. It plays a lot like Banished mm-hmm. if Banished had a baby with black and white. So hmm. you, are pl- you are the benevolent deity of these people who are building a city. Standard just moved to a new place and building a city and stuff. Uh, one of the unique things here is, uh, well, there's two unique mechanics that I like about this. One is that you've got this little meter, and if you're looking at pictures of it, you can see that blue meter at the top. Yeah. It's, uh, that is like magic power. It's called essence, but it's basically mana. And you can spend mana to do miracles for your people, like, like summoning, uh, golems to do the work around the city, or, like, striking monsters with lightning, or bringing back dead villagers from the dead or healing vill- whatever there's tons of them and mm-hmm. uh the other mechanic so you've got all these miracles you can do for your people to uh help make their lives better help the city building go smoother right and the other mechanic is that there is this sort of evil creep force that starts at whatever opposite corner of the map you start on and it starts slowly corrupting the map and destroying things in its path and you cannot mm-hmm. stop it. You can slow it down. Um, but as of right now, and it's still being updated, you cannot stop the creep or the, I forget what it's called, the corruption. Mm. And it will eventually mm-hmm. destroy your village. You can, um, so the goal is to like build up your city enough so that you can send immigrants to the next village site. Oh, that's and, cool. And, oh, okay. You know, 
the, the similar stuff happens uh, if we ever get to an um, strategy RPG game. Uh, Massive Chalice does this very same concept of this sort of like creep coming in to destroy. Yeah. Where yeah. You're um, have either of you ever played Creeper World game? The Creeper World games. It sounds okay. Familiar. Well, then don't worry about it. Not me. It's a tower defense game, but anyways, it, there are some aspects of Rise to Ruins that remind me of this because you can build like these, mm-hmm. you can build like auto towers that shoot creep and shoot monsters as they wander into the village, and it does slow the creep down, oh, but okay. it does not stop. Right. It will never. Yeah. Truly there's like stop this cap, this hidden counter that goes up, and eventually, uh, when the creeps like counter goes high enough, it'll start like eating towers. Mm. Unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure there's mods okay. that turn that off or whatever. I haven't tried it yet. I because I just got this game last weekend. My husband bought it for me, and um, I'm loving it. It does mm. look like a really solid game. The reviews on it say nine out of ten on Steam, and for Google users, it's like ninety eight percent. I I I don't know what to say. Wow. I've I've never seen like ratings like that high. Like as close to 100% as that before. Like, have there actually been games that you guys have seen that had that good of ratings? Well, infamously, or famously, or however you want to put it, Ocarina of Time is the highest rated Metacritic game. Super Um, Mario World? Oh, that is such a good game. (laughs) Okay, you know what? You know what? Yep, yep. (laughs) I fold. You win. Yep. You win. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm stupid. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't even know the reviews. Like, I forget. I think my husband just stumbled across this game. He's like, this looks like a game you'd like, and it's on sale, and I've got some Steam money, so I'm going to buy it for you. So, yeah, mm. that's how I got it. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, it, it looks interesting for sure. Um, the unfortunate part is I can't find it on good old games. You're probably yeah, going to have to Yeah, I think it's only on Steam. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, the other thing is, not a lot of people have heard of it. So, like, if you try to go look up strategies yeah. for it, there is the wiki for this game is really bare because nobody plays it. Oh wow, that sounds like uh, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite back in the day when all we had were wiki and subreddits. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, hey, I was an active contributor Dude, to that wiki. Uh, I had to literally. <laughs> that's how. That's how I knew a uh, a Cantor X before. Oh my god. You know, like, everyone was like, oh, before he blew up on Twitter, because, like, we actually interacted a couple times. Oh. He doesn't remember oh me. Oh, my God. I remember such him, a manly voice. But... Wow. Especially <laughs> with a deep voice and when he talks like this. It is very... Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, I was I was an active Wikia contributor for a long time. Uh, okay. Um, wow, that... I think that does it. Like, I don't think we really need to push. So the only thing we really said that we had to go on the bench was Stronghold 2 because of mm-hmm. qualification issues. Um, I think we got a full roster. I think that's... Woo! Yeah, that... That That is... So uh, I'll just go down the list. Remember, listeners, this isn't any particular order of quality. Um, just that we recommend that these 10 games would fit within the city builder genre that we earlier defined as... Um, managing resources and population, um, you are your goal is to basically manage the city and grow it. Um, so you're not your goal isn't necessarily to either a make money like uh, 
like what would what, what, disqualify a theme game or b eliminate other civilizations like civ age of or, empires um, yeah rts games yeah um and then also did we say anything else was another pillar uh, the units had ongoing resources upkeep and the, yeah, the goal is to build yeah ongoing um, i upkeep. think you got it yeah yep so ongoing yeah. upkeep also uh so uh not in any particular order but i'll number them so you can hear them uh sim city 2000 uh number two is banished number three is city skylines number four is tropica four mm-hmm. actually lined up pretty well number five is tropica <laughs> <Five. laughs> number number six is surviving mars seven is Rimworld. eight is uh nomoria nine is stone hearth and then 10 is rise to ruin so yay we did it we got we got 10 of our first we you we suggest you play these in this essential go-tos that definitely fit the genre of like a city slash world builder oh man uh yeah panther um yeah you really carried this one uh i am deeply ashamed (laughs) of myself It's well, okay. For let me pick the There's... let me pick the category. So I felt like I had to really know my stuff. Yeah, I'm not a real gamer. <laughs> yep, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. So, um, so do we want to decide on what next week's is now while we're recording, or whatever offline? you guys want to do? Mm. Oh, Morg, let's go with something yeah, let, you're let's familiar. Give something more he familiar. Can do. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Um. If we, okay, uh, Fortuan, do you have a coin on you? Because I'm going to have to choose between RTS or First Person Shooter. No, but I have a dice tower with all of the essential... Wait, what was it? Okay. RTS and what was the other uh, uh, RTSs dice. versus First Person Shooters. Classic First Person okay. Shooters. I mean, we're going to say FPS because there are going to be modern well, games have on to that list too. Some modern talk ones. about at least. Unless you want to talk specifically about classic versus modern, I think two we'll probably lists, do, yeah. Which I think. Well, I mean, I'm okay. I'm more consistent. Like, that's I'm more that's consistent a can of with like the retro ones because yeah, those are those are my go tos for sure. So odd for RTS and mm, okay. even for RP. Uh, sorry, uh, even for uh, first person shooter. Okay, you will hear it going down. I hate dice towers, but I have one here, so I have to roll Alrighty. off the table. Um, Just go. Oh yeah, five. we're doing our RTSs. Oh man. So very close to genre. Next time oh, we're gonna do yeah. RTSs. Um, this... So Pan, how how are you gonna do on this one? You got one, right? Stronghold got, two. So I got Stronghold <laughs> two. I got Age of Empires two, Age of Empires three, Age of Mythology. Oh yeah. And Arguably, Crusader Kings. Too. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of overlap oh, on this. Yeah, one for my, sure. <laughs> mine are gonna be like Starcraft, Starcraft uh, two. I'm actually gonna have to include Brood War as part of Starcraft one. Uh, Command and Conquer is definitely gonna be essential. Uh, let me see. I think Red Alert is one of them. That also was a really good one. Uh, okay, so I'm not hearing my favorite on here, but that's uh, good. Are you I'll thinking, save that for next uh, week. Warcraft? Warcraft three. Really? No, Warcraft 2? No. no. <gasps> the original no. Warcraft? No. Oh. It's not so a Blizzard not Warcraft game. in space. Okay. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand. It's not Blizzard. I don't understand. You don't know. <laughs> okay. So, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely have some things to say about some of those. So, all right. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, no, we'll 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 have a we'll have a longer list next week for sure. It sounds like all oh, of us yeah. have at least. Yeah, I've got, I've got a few I can talk you about. Know, at least three or four. And I, I yeah. did commit to um, squeezing Crusader Kings two into any genre I could. And I could definitely squeeze it into RTS. <laughs> I think it does. It does fit into that. Okay, because there's a lot I, of certainly. interactions that go on in that game. Uh, I look mm-hmm. forward to hearing all about right. it. I may have to look look into the game. Should we just generalize it to just uh, basic strategy, uh, like to just overall strategy games? Because there's a well, lot of we, games. No, no, because that would include no. like uh, Civ. Oh yeah, and Civ is a very different game from yeah. Age of Empires. That is true. But yeah. we can also work on our definitions yeah. next week. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll just focus on real time strategy yep. games then. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Um. So thank you, thank you everyone for listening today. Uh, this is Fort One. Uh, you can catch me at Hunter's Hub Pod. Uh, and next week, like I said, we're going to be looking at RTS games for the uh, the Hunter's Hub Top Ten. Uh, and then um, you guys will probably see me maybe putting out an article if I get time to write it, and and I'm not in the freaking freezing bedroom yeah. that I'm in because God, the heat went out in my bedroom. Oh. So like. Oh my god, I feel write. bad for you, man. It's <laughs> part of it. Um, so yeah, so anyways, uh thank you guys for listening. It's Fort One. I'll catch you next time uh on the on the next quest. And on that quest, where well, we be, you guys Morg? will most definitely be finding me uh you know, surfing around on other people's Twitch, um just interacting with uh small twitchers in the communities. Um you can find me also on Twitter. I've been posting a lot of stuff on my uh Little Adventures, playing Fire Red, building my team up, and also recently having gotten 16 jackpots over at the Game Corner in Celadon City. In one sitting, getting Scyther in a single day. Oh my god, that was so amazing. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, I saw something about that. I was like, I don't know. I just remember having to do that oh, for Porygon. And having to get the sevens to line up just um, perfectly is the most excruciating thing to do. But, I mean, after about five or six hours of just, like, just grinding out that the casino, I mean, you can pretty much get anything. Five or six It, it takes a lot of work, God, man. I wanted that Scyther, man. <laughs> It's really doing me solid. Like, it's fighting a lot of guys that are, like, five levels above it, and it's just crushing. So good. But, yeah. Anyways, yeah, you guys see it. It's, it's funny. I do these bug teams on Pokemon that we talked about, and I oh, don't care so either. Oh, man. Like, um, I mean, like, uh, I think I called him Vegematic because uh, he slices, he dices, and he cuts Julian fries. What else do we have? We have, oh, yeah, Hitmonlee, 100% leg day. Who else do we have? Yeah, um... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I've got a Venusaur. I called him Tropicana. I mean, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah, but yeah. Okay, anyways, um... aside from that, yeah, yeah, we're getting <laughs> we're... sidetracked. Anyways, yeah, uh, that's that's me. I'm on Twitch, Twitter. You know where to find me. All right, and Panther, where can we find you, or can we find um, you? You can mostly find me uh, leeching off of Fortwan's channel with my D and D podcasts. It's actually quite fun yeah. to listen to. That. It's right here, um, SoundCloud slash Hunter's Hub, and I think you can find a playlist of uh, Chronicles yeah. of Remen. It's, it's Remen, Ramon, right? actually, yeah. but uh, I, it's okay. Ramon. See, I, I always yeah, say do. it wrong. Um, <laughs> it's okay. So, uh, yeah, you can find uh, my game casts on Fortwan's channel. He's made a lovely little playlist of them. Uh, you can also find me on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I moderate r slash D&D behind the screen, and I'm constantly yelling at people to read the damn rules. <laughs> Yeah, I used to be a, a mod before before uh, 
we had a big change of mods a couple, uh, actually almost two years ago now. Um, so I was a mod for about a year on the same site, uh, all at the same time as the Monster Hunter mod uh, subreddit. And yeah, I quit both of those, and now I just I have fun enjoying the community. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Thank you guys for coming out tonight. Good, good show, and. Uh,